What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the podcast. If you're here with us on the previous episode, you do know that I was speaking with my teammate, Mark. As we do every year on the second Monday of August, we do it as an anniversary episode. Uh, He was my first guest on the podcast, and he just continued to show up each year for the same you know, time period for the anniversary episode. So this year went a little bit longer than normal. Uh, I think we recorded for a little over three hours. So I had to break that episode up. I didn't want to sit you all through three hours of us in one one shot. So I want to break it up a little bit and give it a two-parter. We didn't leave it on any kind of crazy cliffhanger. It was just more, you know, at a point where he was, you know, trying to decide if you want to stick around and continue recording or finish up right there. So... He continued for about another hour, so that's the remaining part here that you're about to listen to. Otherwise, thank you, as always, for all the support everyone's been showing, uh, you know, over the last three years for the podcast. If y'all have any questions or concerns, you know where to find me. Otherwise, here's the rest of the uh, episode. Thank you. Welcome to the show. You can get with this, or you can get with that, or you can get with this, and you can get with that. I should get ready for. I don't want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see like, this. I want to see this Jalen turn. I, I want to watch these matches. <laughs> There's fights on in the background that we paid zero attention to. The Jalen Turner fight was on when you sat down. I know, and I wanted to see ago. that because Jalen Turner or uh, it was it was Hooker. One of them posted a, a picture of them. Yeah, Dan Hooker broke his arm. Yeah, and Jalen Turner was right next to him at the hospital. They were just chilling together. It's like, I and this is the third time I watched this car, and I've missed that fight every time. Like I like I said that when you sat down, I was like, I missed this fight before. And then we started talking, and then I look up, and you know, then we're on the fucking co-main event at that point. I was like, oh well, I want to see this too because. So I feel like when this car was on, this was a UFC two ninety. Mm-hmm. Um. I got home because I recorded that night. I got home just in time to see um, Robert Whitaker's fight. Yeah. And who won that? I don't, I don't even know. Um, uh, uh, not Whitaker, the other guy, the, yeah. the guy from Africa. Because Julius posted some stuff about how Whitaker was getting his uh, his guard passed. Yeah. It, it, it's like Because in the first round, Whitaker, I felt like was winning. It was really close because I think uh, Duplessis. I'm yeah. not sure we're going to say that. <laughs> I think he... he turned it on and if he wanted he he snuck it out at the end because i think um he he uh took whitaker down mm-hmm. and just started grinding pounding him yeah and the round ended so it's like okay ugh. when they were on the feet whitaker was controlling it yeah but once it went to the ground whitaker was like oh shit and then he's not a terrible ground fighter but he's a striker let's be real yeah he's a striker yeah. It's like he can hold his own, but but Duplessis, I think, is a bigger dude than him, and that factors. And in the second round, he just caught him, and it was like. But I've been watching things about how he was controlling certain points to allow him to pass the guard, mm. and that's what that's why I wanted to see that from. I think it was from like he will put him in like heavy hip position yeah. and stuff like that, and that you know you see that in MMA, but like MMA has its own. 
it has its own um, meta for grappling, which is yeah. entirely different. Which is why I want to see the Vol- uh this match because Craig Jones is his uh, his grappling coach yeah. or, and, and partner. Volk, so. Volk went. I, I want to say grapple heavy, but he he was going for takedowns and yeah, he, like like he's definitely pound for pound number one right you know yeah it's just like you just look at this dude the way that he fights it's like each fight is different for him now yeah he's like okay i'm gonna change it up here Uh, i'm gonna change it up there i think a big part of him going grapple heavy right now is because when he moved up to lightweight and he grappled a lot in that fight and it could be argued that he won at the very least a draw but I think maybe he feels like, look, I was just a little a little short on my grappling. That's not a, a joke. Who, who won this fight? Uh, Volk. Oh, okay. Like it, it's it's not even yeah close. I mean, like if it stayed on the feet, you know, it it could be, um, you know, a little close. But Volkanovski would have still won on the feet. Man, this is such a weird match because. Yair Rodriguez is a great kickboxer, mm-hmm. right? But Volkanovski has Izzy Adesanya in his corner. He also has Craig Jones in his corner. Yeah, like, like, bro, that's <laughs> that's a huge man. That that's huge. Oh, you got Donald Trump right there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like he just be showing up to UFC events now. Like that's part of his job now to show up to events. But I, th- I feel like the, the is Gordon Ryan there? He Gordon Ryan's here somewhere. I think so. I just got to look for Sonny's titties because these things are like distracting. Not like in a good way, though. They're like, I don't I don't like them. It's like, Ugh. I mean, but it, you know, look, she's proud of them. She she went on ball and she's proud of them yeah. for her. But it's like, I mean, it's like it's weird because it's like with Gordon and, and all the supplements that he takes and then her and the supplements and her boobs It's like you guys are just. Ken and Barbie manufactured. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I guess I got to be careful how I talk because, I mean, in, in jiu-jitsu, we can actually cross paths with Gordon. He's like, <laughs> I heard your podcast. I'm gonna fuck you. I was like, hey, man, I heard you were a nice guy. <laughs> like, don't don't hurt me. Like, I heard you were really, really nice. Why you why you mad at me? It's like. You hurt me. I'm going to write a podcast. Yeah. I'm going I'm to I'm talk about yeah, it. You hurt me. I, trust me. You just got me famous, buddy. Actually, there was a young lady I had on a podcast. So I was on her podcast called The Fight Space. Mm-hmm. And she was a guest on mine. And she's a big GSP fan. She actually got GSP on her podcast. Oh, shit. And I was like, the thing that sucks, though, it, it didn't generate anything for her. Why? I, I don't know. It, but I think that's the thing. Podcasts. There's a lot of these fucking things now. So, honestly, you know, if you're trying to do a podcast to make money, you've got to be a famous person. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not like if I'm not making money off this at all. Period. They're not even close. This is just your hobby. Yeah, I mean, it's my hobby where I have three of these fucking things, and I was considering starting a fourth. Like he told me about that. And I was thinking, he was like, "Don't." <laughs> It was like, man, I'm heavily considering because it was like I was against it. <laughs> I see a window, I see a window of time where I can do this, and I was like, just don't do it, don't do it. Well, the horror podcast was supposed to be once per month, and I was like, uh, I like, yeah. It. Then it turned into uh, every other, every first and third Friday of the month. Yeah. So I was like, that's a good space because it gives me time to forget about it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff I already know the content anyway, so I can chill. 
Um, Kalompton, Steve does most of that. He he gets the beers. I just look the topics on this board. I just I, I see weird shit. I write it down and then we talk about it. Glizzy gobblers, you know. I don't know. He's so serious. My thing. I actually don't know a lot of these new terms. Like I don't know what glizzy means. My Hot kids dogs. try to. My cl- that's, that's it. all. It's just hot my dogs. kids try to explain it to me, and I still don't like this. Some of the kids also explain to me what gaslighting is. I didn't really know that term until like two weeks ago. Yeah, so spicy is different. I didn't use the term spicy. What the fuck, spicy? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like wings? That's some spicy wings. That's yesterday. what I think of. I thought of food. They're like, oh, it's the way someone's hot and saucy. I'm like, what does saucy oh. mean then? Yeah, yeah. okay, I, I get it. I, I guess I get it. That makes sense. Like, I mean, gaslighting, I remember hearing that for, for a while. I was just like, I don't know what that means. And then I think I... So, Our age really so shows. I was I was fucking with Sarah about it though yesterday. Because what, what were... Oh, we watched Renfield. That's what it was. That's a, That was a very entertaining movie. I loved it. <laughs> it was great. I didn't think... I thought I would enjoy it, but I loved it. I There's was, a oh whole God, side of so Nicolas good. Cage I didn't think I would enjoy. Like, it was so good. But, um, she, and then Aquafina too. Got yeah, to support. I, so I didn't know she was in it. I didn't know either. It was like, oh. Because they based it around, uh, honestly, yeah. I thought it was going to be more about Nicolas Cage, but it wasn't. Yeah. he. I mean, he was just kind of the, you know, the the prop. Yeah. He really was. I know. I'm Sarah was like, yeah, he's a, he's a classic, classic uh, narcissist. And then he was saying something. <laughs> I, turned, so I was like, stop gaslighting him. And she was like, he's gaslighting him. I was like, I know. <laughs> I know because I just learned the term. <laughs> That's why I'm saying these words. Oh, shit, he uh, won. Yeah, uh, ground and pound. Like he had nothing to offer other than his face turned into <laughs> fucking hamburger meat. Uh, it, like this is the thing about Volkanovski. It's like I enjoy watching him fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the question becomes now at one forty-five is like, what's next? Because like he, <laughs> there's no need to fight Holloway again. There's no one. It's it's kind of like getting to this point to the point where a lot of these uh these pound for pound like for, who was it Nunes who the fuck is Nunes gonna fight Yeah, I mean the Pena fight was definitely a flub. Oh yeah, and Pena's running her mouth talking about oh I scared her all. It was like girl shut the fuck up. Even the for me I even I even like also say like even the Izzy Adesanya fight with Alex Pereira that was a good build up right, but Alex I don't think he should have been like. I don't. I think he should have lost that fight. I think he literally just, both both of those fights they were caught slipping. That was mm-hmm. it, right? And they took advantage of those moments. But so, like, is he Adesanya? Like, he caught Alex at the end of the first round. That's what he, apparently that's he said he was trying to go for that. Like, but if there was like ten more seconds, that fight's over first round. Yeah. Um, in and, and that's just the thing. It's like, I think you know the Alex Pereira fight got fast track because of the storyline because mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's it's the entertainment business yeah ultimately but it got fast track because of the storyline it's like other than that, i mean right now the uh the the build-up for uh the the police fight with izzy because izzy got into the cage and got in his face and was dropping in bombs at him because i guess the dude said because he's from africa he was like oh no you know Izzy's not a real African, you know, he's from New Zealand and it's like, oh yeah. boy. So then Izzy gets in the cage and was like, oh, you might, for real, you might, yeah, yeah, you you a real, and I was like, oh no. It was actually very cringe to be honest. <laughs> I was just like, oh boy, I don't want to see this. Nah. But, um, 
that that's going to be the next fight for Izzy. Um, you know, but it's like when you start looking at each division. I mean, like with with Leon Edwards being champ, that opens up uh, welterweight a little bit. Yeah, you get you get some fights there. You're gonna get some new competitors coming in. You look at uh, lightweight. Lightweight's a weird one because you still got the standards up top. You still got Dustin. You still got Gaethje. You still, still got, got up Chandler. and coming dudes. Like, you got up and coming dudes, but it's like those guys are still kind of those, yeah. in those gatekeeper spots. So it gets really weird. Um, yeah, then when you go to the women's division, they don't even have uh, the rankings for the women's on, on UFC.com yes. right now for a 135. She left and now it's like all over the place. Let's see. Um, yeah, because like when you look at the women's, as I'm going down, it gets the heavyweight, then it goes to 125 and then 115, then the women's pound for pound. And it's like, okay, so 135 is just kind of in shambles. And then Holly Holm got choked out last night which was wild <laughs> like not shocked but just wild to see they need some new like i think what ufc needs is like i don't want to say it like this but like a new connor yeah yeah because like um, they need someone to stir up the pot they need someone who really is very like dominant in their position but even with connor it wasn't so much that he was dominant as much as he was just willing to fight, but he talked a lot of shit, but it was always game to no, fight. What, but prior to uh, Aldo, I thought he was very, he was pretty dominant. He was in oh, yeah, his yeah. fight. Well, even after Aldo, because he, he dropped him in 13 that's, seconds. That's and, where I thought it started going down a little bit. Well, because then he fought. Um, Maybe after Eddie. Yeah, he fought Eddie after Alvarez. Eddie, yeah. And after that, that's where it kind of kind of started to slide down because yeah. then he ended up fighting Nate. He got choked. The storyline between Aldo and McGregor is kind of crazy because Aldo was the dominant force. Yeah. He should have really took a lot. But then, like, he didn't know how to mentally take the shit talking, which is part of the game now. My complaint with that fight, not fight, but, like, kind of the, the aftermath of it is, yes, he got knocked down in 13 seconds. That is not a showcase of him as a fighter. And you get and, and the thing is after that you get a lot of these fucking nut huggers all over Connor talking about oh, Jose Aldo's not good at all. It's like, bitch, no, had, he was killing it in yo, Strike Force. That dude was a monster. Wait, wait is, no, no, WEC, WEC, yeah, Strike Force is for it, the heavyweights, right? It, uh, so uh, no, Strike Force was um, was it Strike Force? I think it was the heavyweight because well, they had the, Ronda. The, over there, but the, I don't remember any lightweights over there. <laughs> yeah, because remember, UFC absorbed both of those. One was specifically for heavyweights, and the other one was for the uh, lower weight class. Yeah, WEC was like um, 155 and under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, they did have, because um, Carlos Condit was champion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chel Sonnen was fighting for the two, 185 over there, maybe. So they, they at least went up to 185. Yeah. But um, yeah, he was a, a force to be reckoned with over there in WEC when he came to the UFC. Mm-hmm. He couldn't be touched. Uh, I mean, his closest fight in the UFC might have been against... uh, Uriah Faber, I think. mm, He was in trouble against the Koreans. He he beat the Korean Zombie, like, I think second round. But he he looked like the Korean Zombie kind of had him, like, back up for a second. And he was like, fuck, let me fucking end this dude now. (laughs) I don't think... Yeah, he was pretty dominant all the way up until... Um, there was someone else. Um, Chad Mendes might have been the closest one. Um, maybe. Maybe. 
Maybe. Because Aldo was pretty dominant. And then you have McGregor coming up, who was also being dominant. And then when both of them, like, whooped Chad Mendes. Yeah. It was kind of like, all right, now y'all two really got to, like. Yeah. And then I think the Mendes fight was, Mendes took the fight on short notice. Yeah. It was, like, two weeks. Yeah. So, I, I just feel like Jose Aldo should have gotten a rematch. Jose Aldo should have definitely had a rematch. Like, right? being a dominant champ for years, number one. Number two, again, he was not able to showcase who he is as a fighter. Yeah. There, it was like, honestly, it was a clear example of favoritism. Yeah. They're trying to. Because he really should have had a rematch. See if he could have ran it back. See if, like, Can't, if yeah. he could have took a different approach to McGregor, right? Yeah, because he, he rushed in on McGregor, which is just crazy. It was like, what? <laughs> like, you don't ever rush in on people. But same thing happened with Kat Zingano and Ronda. Because mm-hmm. Kat was the one I thought was going to do it to Ronda. And she rushed in and Ronda caught her with that arm bar. I was like, what? Did I ever tell you, like, I met her and trained with her a little bit. And I didn't know who she was because I was fresh into the scene. I feel like you mentioned it. I didn't know that you didn't know who she was. I didn't know who she was until, like, I, I really came back. Because I was a, I went to Alliance where Dominic Cruz was and also um, Wilson Hayes. And so I was training over there. When I was just on vacation, on a family vacation. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're helping. Uh, you know, we see you strike pretty good. There's this uh, um, person here who's training for uh, a UFC fight. And granted, she was like literally like a couple of weeks out prior to that fight. <laughs> and then I was like, yo, what do you want me to do? And she's like, you know, throw some combos, have a work defense. I was like, all right, sure. Like I, I feel like you had mentioned it at one point, but I didn't know that you like, didn't bro, know it was like bro. it was like years ago, right when I just started like, like sparring and also like kind of getting into like Muay Thai sparring. Well, it, it's funny to think like when you look back on those things back in like your early like training, and it's like the things that like you just didn't recognize or didn't see. Yeah, and it's like oh my god, <laughs> like that was that. Um, it's like. Just thinking, like, I think when I first started training, maybe a year later, I think we all went to the Shogun fights. Yeah. And I wanted, who was fighting on that card? Petey was on the card, I believe. And um, Sadiq, I think, was on the card. And and I actually went with uh, my friend who um, I initially trained with over at Ground Control. Mm. And I, I don't think he was training anymore, though. But, you know, I brought him out. So... Like, um, Ivy League was sitting kind of behind us, and then we were like up, like, like right behind in that uh, row behind him. And he knew a lot of the guys fighting because the guy who owns ground control also runs Shogun, yeah. So, you know, he's cheering for his guys, and then when Sadiq came out, you know, he's cheering real loud for the other guy, and I'm like, oh boy, don't get me fucked up, yo, like, because I, I think that's who we're here, like, for. So, chill, dog. Um, I think after Sadiq won, he like celebrated and he was like, oh, I already don't like him. Because like he's like, oh, he's a showboater. Yeah, Shogun is like a ground control thing. What's that? Shogun is a ground control. Uh, yeah. So Yeah. Which I actually didn't even know that until I was listening to Rogan the other day. And the guy who owns Shogun, um, he was on Joe Rogan. Like he was on there with um, Matt Serra and yeah. um, uh, uh, Dean Tom- yeah. Thomas. And he... He barely said anything on the episode, but um, he had, you know, that came up. And I was like, oh, shit, duh. Like, I, I know you. <laughs> like, like, one step closer to getting on Rogan. Like, right here. 
Uh, but it, it is funny, like looking back on that now and just thinking, like, huh, like, like the things I've seen. But the, I, I think as we get older and kind of move along in this sport, you know, we're more aware. Yeah. Just who, who like, whose company we're in, mm-hmm. um, whether it be a seminar, whether it be at IBJJF. I mean, like, Ryan Hall held the door for me. And I recognized who it was. And my goddaughter was with me. I was like, holy shit, you know who that was? She was like, I, she was like, I, I don't even want to be here. <laughs> like, I, of course, I don't fucking know who that is. It's fucking Ryan Hall. Like, big whoop. <laughs> Fuck you, kid. I'll leave you out here. <laughs> like, how, you will walk home. Um, but it is, it is fascinating just growing in this sport now and just feeling like there was a point I know for me where I felt like I love the sport, but like, what does it mean to me? Where now it means a lot to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, but they, this is a question I want to ask Steve on Colompton. It's like about identity. It's like, like, is there something that, you know, that you love so much that you did so much that it just became a part of your identity for him? I know for me, jujitsu is it. Yeah. It's like, like jujitsu and comics. Yeah. It's like I go places, people, and like no. It's like they'll look at the shirt, it's either jujitsu or comic book shirt. Mm-hmm. It's like go to a bar in Baltimore, I wear a BJJ Wiki shirt. And I had a couple of people ask me, like, "Oh, you train?" I was like, "Oh shit, all right, all right let's talk." Um, like, you don't know who BJJ Wiki is, bitch. Like, fuck. Uh, don't you don't you know who my father is? Dude, I hope my daughter never does that. <laughs> don't you know who my father is? He's BJJ Wiki. Like, girl, don't do that. Don't get me fucked up. <laughs> you know, I, I put up a meme somebody didn't like. You know what's crazy? When I go out in public, I don't like when people talk about me being like mm-hmm. a martial artist. I actually really dislike it a lot because it attracts attention. And attention, I really don't care for. The like wrong attention. <laughs> it's that it, it really. It's either wrong or it's like, it's like get the hell away from me and shut up. Because I have guys come to me as like, oh yeah, I studied like a, a keto before, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I really don't. I wore. Um, we went to. Was it a, a Ravens game? Yeah. In twenty, like right after COVID, yeah, yeah, yeah. like kind of in, in the end part of COVID, yeah, because that's where I caught COVID. Was that the Ravens game? Mm, no, it might. No, no, this was earlier. Nope, I caught COVID at a Ravens game for sure, but we went a different time. I thought you got it from like Sophie. Nah, no. Oh no, no, no. You had it first, and then you you tried to make sure Sophie didn't have it. Yeah, no. So it's it came from one of two places, Maryland Phil, or the Ravens game. I like to blame Marilyn Phil just to make him feel bad. Yeah. But I feel like it was the Ravens. Game. <laughs> but either way, um, I went to another Ravens game. I can't remember which one. It doesn't matter, though. And I had on my Ivy League um, jacket. I'm standing in line to go to the bathroom. This guy stands behind me. And, <laughs> oh, man. He goes, oh, you train at, you train MMA? I was like, well, I, I mean, I practiced jujitsu. I was like, I used to do that MMA shit. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, no, you didn't. Oh, no. That happened to me last week. Like, no, you didn't. That you, you did to not. <laughs> it's like, you, you didn't know such thing. Because if you did, you wouldn't even be saying, like, and if you did, you probably went in, you got molly whopped, and you left. 
So you didn't train. You just got your <sighs> ass beat, and you walked out with your your fucking pride hurt, little bitch. I was like, okay. I I dislike that so much, and I I really I oh my god. There was a I was at Seven Eleven after a practice one time, so I still had my like my my fighting shorts on. I still had I had like a pants uh um jujitsu shirt on. IBJJF pants on, and then I had like my ankle brace still. I was still mm-hmm. wearing it, so I was just like, you know, you could tell like, okay, maybe this guy does something, right? Mm-hmm. And so I go to the cashier, and he he says to me, "Oh, so um, do you like doing that stuff?" And I was like, "Gatorade <laughs> <laughs> and water." <laughs> and like, I was like, "What, what? do you mean?" He's like, "Oh, you know, it says jujitsu on your shirt. Do you like do you like doing jujitsu?" I was like, "Yeah," and he was like, oh, you know, I thought about doing it myself sometimes. And I was like, well, and to me, I was like, you could still do jujitsu, right? You don't have to compete. You could just have fun with it and learn, mm-hmm. right? But that's what, what I'm telling myself. So I, I kind of like indulged in my bed. Or I said, you know, you can still, do, you know, train. You know, do you need to, like, find a gym? Are you looking for a gym to train at? And he's like, oh, you know, no, no. I used to do that stuff a long time ago, like kickboxing, jujitsu, like 10 years ago and i was like really how how old are you he's like oh i'm 24 and um so you did it when you're 14 yeah it's <laughs> in a different like, world son and i was like you know do you not want to do it anymore he's like oh i'm out of shape but you know i still i still know a couple of things i was like oh yeah. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. if you ever you know figured i hope i hope you get back into it if you think about it someday then and that's how i did and i just left because i didn't want to indulge this conversation because people always want to say like oh i know a couple of things but what the fuck does a couple of things mean you know like what does it get you what is it gonna especially when you did it years ago yeah it's like years 10 years ago compared to now especially your couple things well also you see i know a couple things especially in in jujitsu terminology is like what you know side control yeah the, you know how to lay on someone like a couple things like like apply pressure i mean Maybe you know how to lay on someone. Do you know how to get on top? Yeah, it's what? like, well, like, what do you know? Like, you can say, "Oh, well, you know, I know rear naked choke." Okay, congratulations. Cool. Like, uh, I know arm bar, but you don't, <laughs> bro. I don't even even think they know that. Like all that. Yeah. What I'm when I when I hear people talk about this shit, like when they go, "Oh yeah, I know a couple of things," or I used to be a boxer, and like you see this. Okay, I'm gonna body shame the fuck out of people, but you know what? Mm. Fuck it. I see like a I've f- lost three pounds, so I'm with you. <laughs> Let's talk down on it. the pores and the I fats. See, <laughs> I see someone who's definitely hasn't lifted weights, hasn't been on a treadmill, who's pretty much you could tell like they sit on their ass all day playing video games. They're pretty much a fat slob. Dude, I'm fucking right here, dude. You, you could just say, Dante, get there's a treadmill behind me. Just run. <laughs> no, no, no. But what I mean, like, like you actually have muscular activity, right? This dude looked like a fucking Hershey's kiss. <laughs> a life-size Hershey's kiss. You like, are what you eat. He's literally, like, the, like his jeans, you can't even see the belt part because it just laid over him. All that fat laid laid over <sighs> it. And I'm like, okay, so what did, what is that? you telling me that what does that have to do with do you just want to relate do you want to do it again you obviously don't because it seems like you're content with your lifestyle right and that's something i want to change too is i want to be healthy 
because I want to live longer. I want to be able to compete in the future. I want to make all these life changes that will benefit my jujitsu uh, path. Yeah. And like when I see people who are like, oh, I used to do it before. It's like, what are you trying to prove to me? Well, I think also too, and, and I could speak to this kind of for myself in the, in the pr- present moment. Yeah. It's like, so that guy, he's 24. So it, it, it's a weirder thing. I used to do it 10 years ago. So you did it when you're a teenager. It's like, you, you're still in a position to do it. Yeah. Whereas like, if you said, I used to do it 10 years ago and you're 45, you could still do it. You could still do it. It is a tough road back, but you can still do it. I mean, look at, if you look at our masters guys, right? Our, our most like decorated masters people like Michael Silverman, Brandon Epps. I mean, Baird Bailey, who just started like literally like when COVID started. Yeah. I mean, they, they're late in the game and they're, they're, they're like international champions. You know what I mean? Like, so I think the difference being though too, and, and to be fair with Epps, he he's kind of on that that spectrum of he did it once and then he came back. Yeah, because so he that, did he did it in the West Coast, I think. Yeah, I remember him telling me that. So that's a hard that, that's a harder thing for him yeah. because you did it here, and I think when he showed up, he was a four stripe white belt. Yeah. So it, it wasn't like oh I did it for like a month or two. Yeah. It's like he did it. He was growing, and then he stopped for a while. His kids got in, then he came back. So that, I think that's tougher because it's like now it's like you think back to what I was, what I was able to do, yeah, and what now you have to try to get back to. Also at an older age, whereas you know you get someone like Baird who just started during COVID. It's like it wasn't like okay, I was here before, and it's like I'm coming in. And I'm about to grab the, you know, the fucking bull by the horns. Yeah. And I'm about to make this shit happen. He doesn't have a previous, you know, uh, uh, you know, mindset of what jujitsu yeah. was. So I think it's, you know, kind of tougher when you've done it and then you've fallen out and then you try to come back. Because that that is literally where I am right now. Now, I didn't fall out for years. Mm-hmm. But it, it's still, even if you miss, like, I haven't trained since, like, in a gi. I haven't trained a gi since April. Yeah. So going back in that gi was a fucking nightmare yeah but it's doable but there are these things that are in your head of what you've been doing before versus where you are now yeah so for that guy who's like oh i did it when i was 14 and now you're 24 it's like well bitch you can still do it now yeah it shouldn't even be hard for you yeah because you're young i say more more props to baird because like baird came in and he didn't know what he was getting himself into True. he was just doing private lessons he didn't even want to do take classes you know mm-hmm. what i mean he was just doing private lessons with uh coach keith and was just like, all right, I guess eventually I'll do a class. And then all of a sudden, he he started liking it, right? But there's, I mean, if you have experience prior going in, then you should exp- know what you're, you know, you should expect yeah. what you're getting yourself into. Well, I think that's the thing too. It's like if you have that prior experience, you do have kind of a base, mm-hmm. but I think that base is still kind of tainted. Yeah. Um, whereas if you're coming in new. Your your blank page, yeah, and, and and it's tough at times to kind of unfuck, you know, what you fucked up before, yeah. So it's like, like again, sitting there with Mahoney and trying to go over my game, and it's like, I mean, it's just a hodgepodge. He's like, what do you? Okay, show me your side control. So I show side control. It's like, okay, you know, where do you go from here? You know, okay. He's like, okay, show me your knee cut. So I do knee cut. I was like, all right, good, good, good. And it's only good because we just literally worked on it mm-hmm. two hours ago. So I was like, yeah, of course it's gonna be fine. Yeah. Um. I get the side control. I was like, okay, now where you go from here? And it was just 
a hodgepodge. And the thing is, it works for me. Yeah. But it's like, it's just a hodgepodge of shit together. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, we need to fix that. We need to get rid of that, of what you're doing. And I think that's where it becomes a problem when you have some experience and then you're coming back or you're trying to like change things because it's like, I have to, I have to break those bad habits. Yeah. Of what, like, my body, the muscle memory knows of what to do versus, like, now drilling this move over and over with. Now this becomes the new thing. It, it, it's, I mean, it's different for everyone, yeah. but just, like, just knowing, like, where, what I'm doing right now and kind of thinking about it, I was like, I know it's tough for me. Again, I'm 45. Mm-hmm. Again, for a 24-year-old, and I'm sure it's tough, but it's like it, you've got a little bit more ease you know, your body is still kind of molded a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm 45. It's like, uh, you know, I, I'm working out every day now. You know, I'm like, you know, running, I'm riding a bike, I'm on an elliptical, I'm doing all these things. And it's like, 45, you're not building the muscle like you used to. When you start looking, it's like, God damn, I'm working hard as shit. Like, it used to be like at 24, I could do like fucking 10 curls and like my arms like fucking blowing up already. It's like, God damn, I, I swear I'm not on steroids. But like now I do some curls, it's like, Fuck, I think I just blew my back. <laughs> like, looks like I got to find a new exercise. Or maybe I got to sit down to do these curls. Yeah. But it is like when whenever you encounter somebody out and about and, you know, they want to make that that conversation about it. It's like mm-hmm. I've had positive encounters for my conversations for uh, one dude, the bartender out in Baltimore. Um, he used to train. I think he moved away and like he was just returning back home. Yeah. So he and I got to talk and I think he was like training at uh, Baltimore BJJ, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were going back and forth. Just a nice conversation. It sucked because he was at work. Mm-hmm. So he had to go fucking wait on people. It's like, and then Winter's there and you could tell Winter's like, I don't want to fucking be in this conversation. It's like, dude, I'm sorry. Like, but this is my jam, son. But, um, you know, I don't like going out. Like, if we go out, like, let's say a Friday night or something, I wear comic book shit. I don't wear yeah, it. Yeah. Right? So I don't want anybody thinking, oh, that guy's a fighter. Let's go fuck with him. I was like, please don't. <laughs> like, I don't want to fight no one, dude. I just, just want to drink these overpriced orange crushes and, like, go home. <laughs> like, I'm not looking for any trouble at all. Yeah. If I do wear anything jujitsu related, like, it, it's like, mainly because I don't have anything else to wear. Yeah. Or or I might wear my off the mats like sweatshirt or something. That's the like, thing. Like I don't I don't really like to wear anything over it goes back to the whole like seven eleven uh, scenario. I don't yeah. want the attention. I do this I do jujitsu because it's it's my my therapy. It's mm-hmm. also it gives me a goal to be I mean active with my lifestyle. Um it's really all it is. Like I don't really do this to fight people. Yeah, and well, that's what I was saying to Steve the other week. He was talking about like, well, if you're in a fight with somebody who's trained, who has training, you know, it's like it's going to be a tougher fight. You know, like like same for me. Like basically, if I'm out and about and there's like a bully with yeah. training, I was like, well, chances are if they've got some training, they're probably it's it's less likely that they're a bully. Like, uh, yeah, they exist, but it's less likely. My thing is like I've I've come across people who and like ser- like like out in downtown Annapolis, I've came across people who are like, you know, we bump into each other and it looks like things get tense, and then like I remember one scenario like we I was I like some guy got in my face, I got in his face, and like immediately there was a little bit of an exchange in terms of like hand fighting, and they were like 
wait, what? <laughs> just like, what's going on? And the, just just with the hand exchange, like the gripping, it was kind of like, where do you, where do you train at? And I found out like he was training at uh, 301 MMA. Oh, nice. Before, <laughs> and this was still when I was at Ivy League, and it was kind of like, huh. Okay. <laughs> so you're right around the corner, son. You're right around the corner. <laughs> There's a, a video of two guys. It was like a road rage situation. And they like they get out, and they start to kind of scrap a little bit. And you see the one guy throw a leg kick. The guy checks the kick. He's like, oh. <laughs> and then the other guy threw a kick, and he checked the kick. And then they're like, he started talking. Yeah, that's literally what happened to me. I, what happened to me was I clinched the guy and then he was able to uh, he turned into a Russian tie and then I went for uh, <laughs> and then pushed them off and he was like hmm something don't something seems very technically <laughs> like, huh. right here but like hold on let's talk <laughs> like, let's figure this out but that's the thing though it's like people who fight like you don't really want to fight you don't want to fight and then like it was I get it we bumped into each other we were both I was drunk and he was drunk and but then it was kind of like Yo, what what just happened? Like, and you it's, you know how like in it, like I don't know if you want you don't watch anime, but I know when I watch anime, there's always those scenes of like, or even old kung fu movies. It's like, oh, what's that movie uh, just did? Oh, I've learned this from Master So and blah blah blah. And then it's like, oh, we're brothers, and it's kind of like, oh, <laughs> it's the same thing. Well, that's <laughs> this is what happens. I like, thought this shit was fake and only in movies when it actually happens. So I try to explain to like my friends is like, dude, like if we're out and some shit goes down, my goal is to get y'all out of there. Yeah, I'm not trying to fight nobody. Even like even uh, having a uh, BJJ mom on here, she she talks about like when she goes out with her friends, they're always like, well, we got Paige here. She'll she'll kick their ass. And Paige is like, no, I won't. <laughs> I'm gonna try to de-escalate this shit. Yeah. and get us out. Like because. Like, I'm good to talk a situation down. Yeah, because yeah. I, I'm gonna be honest again. I'm old as fuck. Number one, I ain't got no business fighting nobody. Number one, that's the first thing. Number two, I'm tired. Like if I'm out late, you know I'm tired. You just look at me. Getting, I want a nap. Get, if you're training and you're out of the house, most likely yes. You, <laughs> like I told you yesterday, when when Steve texted me, it's like yo, like is it too late to go? I was like, dog, I'm tired. Like it's I'm like sleep. nine. It's just nine o'clock. It, it was it was like it was just barely eight. I was sleepy. I was ready for it. my bedtime. my curfew is like nine, and we we we, we trained past nine thirty or nine o'clock, and I'm just like Ugh, I'm, I'm kind of ready. It's like my body shut down. Like if now that I think about it, I don't go out after like a certain hour. It's like if I'm gonna go out, that's why like I, I'm on the Dante brunch tour right now. <laughs> So I've been going to brunch with friends and we, you know, we just, we go. And for those who don't know, you may know brunch just means day drinking. Like no matter how you spell brunch, it always spells out day drinking. It's not lunch and breakfast. It's day drinking. Yeah. I went out to brunch with a buddy. Uh, we, we all just went to a baseball game for his uh, 50th birthday. And I was like, dude, we got to catch up. You know, we couldn't really talk at the game because there's just so much going on. So I was like, yeah, let's go yeah. have brunch. So we go out to a little spot near his house. I, then I told him, I was like, look, I don't know if you know what time it is, but for me, what, what I need to drink special. It was like, yeah. what, they got orange crushers? Let me knock out like seven. <laughs> like, I was fucking lit up. Then we just went back to his house afterwards and just sat there and just talked. Like, yeah. Because yeah, I talked with his dad. I, I've known him for years. Uh, his dad is fascinating. I was like, dude, I got to have you, your dad, and your son on the podcast. Just this generational conversation. Yeah. I want to do this. Um, 
problem. I told everybody right now, this is the three-year episode um, run right now. After that is when I'm starting to reschedule new episodes moving yeah. forward. But um, I had brunch with him, and then the next week was uh, with Winter. And it was just like, she, she Winter knows the game. She knows. I told her, like, you trying to do brunch? I was like, of course. I was like, all right, now... What time? Like what time? Like people do brunch. Like well, brunch is usually like eleven o'clock to two. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm not like a real adult, so let's do eleven thirty. Like I'm only there for the drinks, and I don't necessarily want to start drinking at eleven, but I will. <laughs> I don't want to, but if I have to, so we we got to a, uh, one bar, just like we get some French toast and some beer, <laughs> and just had a good time. And then this week the brunch tour actually got derailed, but it's it's, it's not done. It just it got slowed down. Steve didn't want to do brunch. So yeah. I was like fuck you, um, punk bitch. And then because he plays volleyball, I was like God, like, uh, like volleyball is fine. I just sometimes <laughs> I have like horrible things to say about volleyball. So I think one of the guys at the volleyball game was trying to fight someone there. I, I don't look. Like, I, I just watch. wanted to like poke him in the eye. <laughs> I just only watch women's beach volleyball for obvious reasons. Yeah, like I'm not watching volleyball for anything other than you know, fuck volleyball. And I don't even really watch it. I just kind of like look and be like, oh, no, that's well, nice. If, and if then I'm, after that, I'm like done. Volleyball is only on my TV for about four minutes, Dude, bro. Mine is less. It's like thirty seconds. Well, and mine is four minutes for me because it might be a commercial. <laughs> so I'm waiting to see. Like, well, what's this? Stanford versus. Fucking UCLA, I guess. <laughs> I only, you know, I only watch the beach volleyball because, like, in my mind, I'm like, man, I tried beach volleyball with just like six people. Running in the sand is, I can see why a lot of people like to run in the sand. It is a fucking yeah. workout. That so they play, yeah, they play in the sand, and I hate sand. So that, so that he always invites me to play volleyball. I hate and the I just, beach. Period. I'm not yeah. even a water. Per- I hate the water. I hate water. So if he keeps saying, "Dad, one day you have to come to the beach with us," I was like, "No, I don't." <laughs> I'll do almost anything for my kid, but going to the beach is probably one of those things where it's like, I'm going to go eventually, but it's like, it's not something, I just don't care for the beach, but don't like, so the weird thing is though, I love looking at water. Like, I love pictures of water. Mm-hmm. Um, I dropped someone off the other day, and they live, like, right off the water. It's nice. It's soothing. There's yeah. something nice about it. Like, for me, I love fishing, right? When we drive over the bridge. It's terrifying, but relaxing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, unfortunately, I'm driving, but I like to just stop and look yeah. at the water. For me, I just, I like, I like fishing for the same reason, right? But I don't like touching fish. I just like to eat it. So I have someone else do it for me. So, <laughs> I'll catch it and be like, oh, can you unhook this bastard? I just feel like okay, maybe I'm misreading a room. I just feel like maybe going fishing is probably part of your genetic code. I don't know. It's <laughs> like for me, fried chicken might be part of genetic code. I don't know. I don't know. It could be. I don't know. I just, I don't know. For me, maybe, maybe you you know. But I, I, I know for me, because like my, I think my church group used to love to go fishing all the time. I thought that was Machine Gun Kelly for a second. I that. wish it was. <laughs> Getting his ass <laughs> As he said, his head got knocked back twice. Like, I, I used to like Machine Gun Kelly. I went to a few of his shows when he came down to Baltimore. I think I went to at least three, two. Three. When he had this whole thing, was it with Drake or was it with Eminem? It was one of the two. Eminem. Because I think he said something about Eminem's daughter. I think uh, he called her hot. That was it. That was it. And then Eminem went in on him. And it's like Eminem ripped him so bad the dude was like, I'm going to stop rapping. I'm just going to do punk music. 
<laughs> it's like, I'm going to wear a dress. <laughs> it's like, damn. <laughs> it, it, it ain't that deep. But if anything, it's a compliment. Your daughter yeah, is. She's your daughter. Pretty. She's, she's pretty. a pretty girl. Um, but it's funny because it's like, it, like, like one of the funnest shows that I, I went to was uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Just the energy he brought. It was like, oh, my God, this fucking crowd. It's, it's alive. And um, <laughs> this, <laughs> this was an early winter story. Like, because this was like the early days of winter. She like. She came out there. She started drinking right away, and just sat down next to the door with the bouncers and like just went to sleep. <laughs> it was like, like and me and uh, one of our other friends, Bernita, were like, like fucking Bernita, yo, this girl was just trying to fight anyone in the crowd. Yo. Someone bumped into her and she went off, and I was like, huh? <laughs> please don't do this. Like winners passed out. <laughs> like you're trying to fight dudes. Like. I just want to enjoy the show, and I, I'm, I'm not drunk enough for this. So I had to like pull her to the right side. I was like, just hang out right here. And she tried to fight like some chick on the other side. I was like, oh my lord, like I can't go out with y'all anymore. But the show is fucking great. Um, it's just that we had to go wake Winter up at the end of the show, and I had to make sure <laughs> Bernita wasn't trying to fight somebody on the way out the door. And you know, I, I do it again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Machine Gun Kelly, his his show was fun. And then I think I accidentally listened to one of like his songs when he went like doing like punk. It was like this weird. He sound weird. I was like, what the fuck is this? And it's like, oh, this must be when he was like like dating Megan Fox or something. I fucking <laughs> know. I think they're like done. It's just like not. I thought he was dating someone else now. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he and Megan Fox divorced or broke up. I don't know what the fuck these like. I can't keep up. I stopped trying. Like my wife said something one day. I was like, I'm gonna be honest. I don't care. Like, I don't even know who you're talking about, number one. Number two, I don't care who you're talking about. And number three, I'm playing spades right now on my phone. And my partner is rebuttal. <laughs> this motherfucker just like, this motherfucker just bid five and only pulled two. I am not happy right now. Whatever celebrity you're talking about, I don't care. Unless they can play spades. Like, if they can play spades... Tell him to get on his fucking phone. It's so phone funny. How, like, the older you get and the more detached, like, detached you are from um, the world. <laughs> it's made a new world. Dude, I, could, just, uh, I could spend my entire day in this basement and, and not know what's going on outside of here. Because I'll put on fights, I'll put on cartoons, and I'll edit a podcast. And then I might go on Instagram just to do a mm-hmm. post. But... I'm not hanging out. My students get mad at me because they're like, Mr. Mark, don't you, you act like you live under a rock. My schedule is literally work, go home and train. That's it. It's that, that rinse and repeat. Like, I don't really care for a lot of, a lot of, um, like celebrity news. Like, why should I? It's not my life. It's like, why? Like, who cares? It's like, Oh, so and so is dating this person. I was like, "Why do I care? Why? Why? Do, why am I hearing this information? Are they going to give me money for knowing? Like, I don't care. I think, but that's the thing. A lot of people like gossip. A lot of people like that's they that love salacious. Yeah, it's like I don't care, man. Like, all I want to do, especially with my job now, like I don't have time to do shit. Like, I get to work. I go do my one drop off. I drop one dude off to work. The next person, we just go hang out. We go, we're on the go. Dave and Buster's playing basketball, bowling, mm-hmm. like 
walking around the track. You know, we're moving. Yeah. I don't have time to fuck around with my phone and find out, like, you know, who who Megan Fox is fucking. Like, why do I care? Like, unless she made a video, then I care. But, like, you know, Steve's never, like, okay. I mean, maybe I'm just in, in my own pocket, but I just feel like we might be in this together. Yeah. The fappening. When when all the celebrity leaks happen, <laughs> like I mentioned that shit to Steve, and he was like, "I've never heard of this ever." I was like, "Cause he loves Jennifer Lawrence." I was like, "I've never ever seen any of these things." I was like, "Oh, she's got the money, so she had it all wiped. That yeah. shit's gone off of Google." But guess who did? I guess who got to it before she could get rid of it? Um, so I was like, look, dude, you know, what's getting, you know, what's cracking me up right now. So apparently there's like, um, this thing about like deep fake porn, right? Yeah. And like, that's cool and all, I guess for people who are like really into it, but they started doing this thing with Arnold Schwarzenegger, (laughs) putting his face, (laughs) like one of my, one of my, uh, my buddies, um, Trevor Charles, really good guy. He's on, he does IBJF. I I met him through some tournaments. He was sending me these videos of Arnold just singing like sixteen candles or like Breakfast Club. And I would just die. There's something I sent to Sarah Arnold singing something. I was like, dude, I don't know why, but this makes me so happy. It cracks me up. Like, sixteen candles. I was like, man, this is let me see if I can find it. They and that, send it to you. I, I feel like the the comedy like comedy has taken a new shape. And I guess it's because, like, expressing what makes us laugh. Oh, that's how we got him. Yeah. He so he he uh was at the end of the round, or did he? Because he oh. just had a, a deeper naked choke locked in. I gotta watch the. Hold on, I, I, I gotta see. Oh, it was the end of the round. Oh, that's the end of the round. Your boy look fucked up. Because yeah, Jalen was working him, and then then Dan Hooker got his back. That kid's good. But... Yeah. I. I assume Dan Hooker won this fight because I'm pretty sure I saw it said Man, Dan he Hooker. won with a broken arm, but I don't know. Oof. You're not looking good right there, buddy. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't dye your hair blonde like that. I'm pretty sure he's not a blonde. No. I'm pretty sure his hair is usually brown, but he decided he wanted to go Machine Gun Kelly style, and here we are. But he, he ended up on the back. That's Honestly, there's some really good, like, control happening when there's, there's when they have exchanges. It's mm. just a matter of, like, you got to take advantage of those split seconds. Oh Yeah. I feel like, though, that right there, like, him getting that back and getting his hooks in, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not in there, obviously. But Man, like, yeah, I, it, it just, makes me wonder, it like, what, too easy. what if 20 more seconds happen? Oh, no. Yeah, he, he was out. Because that was that was tight, <laughs> but I don't yeah, know. See, Turner knows he's a he has to t- turn it up because yeah I'm not even sure was this round two I can't tell it's round three round three so I mean obviously I, this fight has been on three times now today <laughs> this is probably the most attention that's being paid to it but I don't know who won the first round. But if I had to guess off what we just saw at the second. Honestly, I think Turner could have won both. I feel like Turner won the first one from what the few things I glimpsed up and saw. Yeah. But then the second round looks like it could have been it could have been Hooker, like if they judged it off like at the end. 
But I saw Jalen getting fucking some big shots in there too. What did what did Hooker bre- break again? One of his arms. I don't know which arm. I think he broke an arm, and then he had something else going on too, like maybe his orbital socket was broken. Yeah, this man went to war tonight. Like you could tell, like he's defending one of his arms a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. he he's pushing Turner back. I mean, I, I think you know, when, when, you know, with like Dan Hooker, he's kind of dude. Like every time he's in a fight, he's 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 going to war. It's like. You, know, you get some guys. It's like Man, they're always like in that, a war. That dude is a dog, honestly. This dude always comes out, like swinging, swinging. Yeah, and I like the dude. I like seeing him fight. Yeah, I wish it's just like like his division. Like there are a lot of these fighters in the middle. You know, kind of mid tier to top ten. They're just fun Yo. to see. Oh wow! Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. Yeah, and that's but see he's I mean, he, that's, I would, that's I control. Which, I wonder which arm it is because like he he's losing power in one of them. So yeah, I don't know which one it. He has to push that knee down. That uh, says, um, I don't know which one they said was broken. I feel like the X-ray had a uh, had the uh, R next to it, so probably yeah. his right arm. But it looked like he was doing a lot of work with his right arm. He missed so. a passing opportunity. Oh, Mark, these guys aren't like real grapplers. <laughs> They're pretend. What's yes. his name, du- Duplessis? <laughs> he, yeah. did, he did some good passing. I mean, he's a big boy. <laughs> like He's a big boy. And I, I, I want to say that he probably was like, look, we're going to work on using that weight. But I don't like those elbows. Like It'd be interesting to see his fight with Izzy. Ugh. I hate this. This is just stalling. Because with Izzy, I mean, it's going to stay standing, but... Izzy's a, the, the thing I like about Izzy is, like, to me, he's a very technical defensive counterpuncher, mm-hmm. right, with striking. But he's good at pushing forward, right? Versus, like, Conor McGregor, he's good at baiting. Yeah, yep. And, I mean, you know, there's a place, obviously, for both, both those um, styles, so... And, and it's appreciated. I always feel like, you know, when you look at certain fighters, they they can become complacent, though, mm-hmm. with, with the style. And it's almost like, yeah, I'm tired of seeing, like, do something different. That's why I like Volkanovski because he, yeah. like, and, and, and even John Jones. I mean, I know uh, my one friend, he, he I, I think he hated John Jones for other reasons, like just kind of the bullshit that goes on. He was like, oh, he doesn't finish fights anymore. This was like years ago when he was literally finishing fights. Mm-hmm. He was like, he doesn't finish fights anymore. It was like, he didn't finish the last fight. He missed out on finishing one fight, you dumb fuck. And you're saying he doesn't finish fights. You also think about it too, he's fighting the best in the world. I mean, it, like if you want to see finishes and knockouts and shit, then go watch something lopsided, you know? Yeah, go go. You want to see a lopsided fight. You don't want to see real skill between two combatants that are actually at the top of their game. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, um, oh, you know what? It probably was the Glover to uh, to share a fight because I was uh, here in Baltimore. I know he went to that card. Um, but it's like, so, you know, it's like he would say that about Mighty Mouse too. It's like Mighty Mouse doesn't finish fights. It's like Mighty Mouse was finishing a lot of fights, like. It's like, I think, you know, the issue that you take with him is like, he's fighting at 125. You're like, oh, these little guys can't fight. It's like, bullshit. 
Like these dudes are fucking scrapping. The 125 is one of my favorite divisions to watch because those dudes just don't stop moving. They don't stop moving. But one thing I don't like about it, and I see this also in the jiu-jitsu world, <laughs> and it's not me disliking, it's me hating on it, if anything. They're doing stuff where they could just be thrown around easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like, fucking, um, I just posted this on BJJ Wiki recently where uh, Mighty Mouse fucking got that one arm bar. Like, just do the threw it in the air. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did, He did like, a high crotch and then jumped on the arm bar or like something. mid-air or some shit. It was like, oh. Or was it a super? He got basically threw him up and yeah. then landed in an arm bar. That was insane. And it's just like, in, in you know, mind you, this is coming off, like, the, my friend saying, oh, he doesn't finish fights. And it's like, the fuck? Like, no, he, he does finish fights. It makes you wonder what finishing a fight is by definition. Is it by knocking them out or is it by like completely subduing? Well, or like- to Connor, like those are the only things that count are knockouts. Like, I feel like you tapping out counts more because you are saying you won. Like, here, stop. You're hurting me. Tap, Both are, tap, tap. Yeah. yeah. It, it, like, at least with like a knockout, you don't have any say so. <laughs> you just get knocked out. But if you tap, it's like that's you saying, hey, if there weren't rules, you would kill me right now. So please don't kill me. But um, it's just, you know, people have their different views on, like, how they want to see a fight. I just want to see, you know, good back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, if it, or, or, you know, not even it doesn't have to necessarily be back and forth, but, like, good skill being executed. I, that's really what I want to see. Like, again, people hate on Gordon Ryan, but his ADCC run, man, mm-hmm. like. The, the, a lot of those were like textbook. So I think the hate with Gordon Ryan, though, is more so just his views, his like, politics. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Because it's like you can't necessarily, I, at least, I like Man, the I, motherfucker could grapple. I look at him and I'm like, holy shit, this dude is like the blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like, I have no interest in what he has to say on topics, but watching him fucking just really do anything is like, it's like, wow, that's impressive like because it, it looks effortless but it also makes sense what he's doing let's see here uh let's uh, i'm pretty sure hooker won this fight i think it was a split decision i bet yeah it was good back and forth they showed the yeah. significant strikes honestly good for jalen turner taking that l though yeah because the kid's been on a winning streak i think right yeah like i like that kid i like him a lot He's got a good, uh, like, yeah. He's got a good heart. Dan Hooker needed a win, though. Yes, he like, needed a win. I think he was he was in a, a little bit of a rut, and it's like good for him. Um, but yeah, it's like when when you look at Gordon Ryan, it's like it's like I think someone said, um, someone that I know that went out to dinner with him, him and um, Sonny was like, and like I think he might be on the spectrum. Yeah, that's what I heard something about and, that. And, and, and this isn't a knock on him or anything, but it's like, you know, that would make sense on why he like he's hyper focused on like certain things and like he picks it up in a way. Yeah, it's like and, and that's a good thing. I mean, you know, that's not like, a, oh, you're only good because you're autistic. <laughs> like, no, like, no, that's but is it, is it, fantastic. Is know. he, though? Because <sighs> so, you know, it was funny. So, um. This this past week at work, a guy that I normally work with, he's on vacation, so they put me with a new group. Yeah, there's one guy he can tell you anything and everything about the Wiggles. <laughs> like, no, he like that is his jam. Good for him. I don't know what to say to that. 
but like that's his that's his hyper like that's his thing and i'm listening to him like when i went to pick him up the first off i was late so i was like man i'm sorry i'm late he was like yeah i know <laughs> he closes the door and like you know he, he's got his phone and he's watching the wiggles yeah now the thing is with him he's just talking so i think that he's talking to me but he's not he's just talking but it's about the wiggles yeah He's, he's, it's like he's doing, um, like if I put him, if I put the mic in front of him, mm-hmm. I can just let him talk about the Wiggles, that's podcast, podcast episode. I don't even need to ask him any questions, but that's what he's doing. He's like talking like he's in an interview yeah. about the Wiggles. Um, so then, um, you know, I had my day with him. We went out bowling. I had another lady with us. Um, you know, it, and it's funny cause you know, with a lot of these individuals, um, the, the ones that I was with. The other day, they're verbal. So, mm-hmm. and you, you honestly couldn't really tell that anything's different about them mm-hmm. until you know there's certain things like like with the lady, she kept repeating the same thing. Yeah, um, not like constantly, but it's like she'll tell me about her mother passing away and mm-hmm. when exact dates and like all these things, and then she'll tell me like thirty minutes later the same thing. Um, so later on, I had to go drop someone, I had to pick someone up from our center and drop him off at home because mm-hmm. he. He uh, does like the community work at the center, and like talk with him, it's like you would never have guessed anything. Yeah, you would think, oh, this is you know one of the dudes we can hang out, and, and it's interesting. But it's like again, hyper focused. That he gets in the car, he says, "Exactly, can you put it on ninety seven point one?" And he said the station name and everything. It's like, all right, <laughs> like let me do this shit because I feel like if I don't, you. you you gonna tell me about myself so let me go ahead and do this real fast um but like he was chilling he was talking like you know there was nothing different about him yeah but then you start kind of picking up on little like little small things i was like huh. where you could just tell right like, yeah okay and i wonder if that's you know i i love to like sit down with going to ryan just like observe these things just considering this my field of work now i was like i want to know like one of my old bosses at, at a previous job i am Ten thousand percent certain that he was autistic. Um, just based off of the kids that I used to teach, yeah, and seeing certain things that he would do, certain mannerisms. But because he's older, um, like he'll be fifty-five now. Mm-hmm. So during that time, there was nothing to look at. Like, oh well, you know, he's autistic, or they just say, oh, he's just quirky. Yeah, and it's like, huh, okay. Um, so he was still kind of a dick as a boss, so I'm not giving him any fucking leeway. Like, but I, I, I did like kind of pick up on it. I was like, huh? You okay. could tell, yeah. I, I got you. I got your number, homie. But um, for for Gordon Ryan, I, like I've heard that that seems to be the case for him too. Which, you know, whatever. Kudos to him. You know, if that is the case. Um. And, you know, even just anyone grappling, period. It's like whatever whatever is your, um, whatever, you know, kind of gets you where you need to be and how you study and how you absorb it, you know, just do what you got to do. Pretty much. Oh, like, um, that reminds me, I need to actually reach out to a friend. He, he's been working on the app and we're in like the beta testing phase of it right now. And I, I need to have him on so we can, like, kind of, like, we haven't talked in a while. And yeah. I, I want to get, because he sent it to me. I've been putting my notes there now. He has a set of where you can do videos in there. You can uh, do your regular notes. 
Um, you can take pictures of your notes and put them in there. Just all this stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. But I did notice I, I put it all on the iPad and it logs you out after like three minutes. So. Oh, buggy. Okay, yeah. And, and that's kind of the whole point of him like kind of sh- shipping it out to us is that he wants us to find these these uh, issues. Like yeah. I inadvertently found some issue. <laughs> He was like, "That's thank you for finding." I was like, "I was accidental. I was doing the wrong thing. <laughs> I was definitely not like trying to put the because I, I was trying to play a YouTube video on." Yeah, and it wasn't. It was one of the shorts because I don't go on YouTube, so I didn't know there's these YouTube shorts. So he was like, "Yeah, actually, it's not configured for shorts." But thanks for letting me know. We'll fix that. And I was like, "Oh shit, my bad. I'm a little dumb. <laughs> shit, I thought I was doing something wrong. I, it wasn't that I was doing anything wrong, but I was doing something wrong." And then um, I messaged him like last night. He was like, hey, man, so this is happening and that's happening. He was like, okay, you know, no problem. I was like, nope, I figured it out, I figured it out. But then I realized on the iPad, it kept booting me out. Whereas yeah. when it was on the computer, not a problem. So I don't know, man. Just I'm, look, I'm just trying to help the community. You're just the tester. Yeah. You know, there, there's a, I got an email about being a test subject for food and. BMF. Yeah, the, the bad motherfucker belt. That's what they're fighting for? Yeah. Good for them. Uh, well, because Jorge, Jorge's retired. So. He never even really fought for it. <laughs> he beat Nate Diaz for it. And that's the thing. It's not like a defendable belt. It's just like, oh, you win it. You're just a bad motherfucker. It's just known to say, okay, this is the main event and this is what we're going to put as being on the line. Man, they should put Alex Pereira and Jana, Jana top. I, I don't know, man. I think that, that Dustin Dustin versus Justin, they had a fun fight last time. Who's all on that card? I think we're going to order that. Michael Chiesa, Kevin Holland looks fun. Bobby Green and Tony Ferguson. Yeah. Eh, I'll watch it. Um, Chiesa and Holland looks fun. Yeah. Costa fight. No, okay. Like, I, I feel like that, that Jan versus Alex fight, I think Jan's just going to fucking – brush him and try to get him down he's got to get through those shots <laughs> it's like well Jan's also a really good striker too yeah so they might, he well, might, i think he's primarily like i think he started yeah. off as a striker yeah but it's like as his career's kind of moved on now it's like i'm gonna do what he like he's a good game planner yeah so it's like i'm gonna do what i need to do like when he fought izzy it was like okay like i think izzy was winning the stand-up and i think he was like fuck this <laughs> just take this little boy down like Izzy's on the fucking scale eating pizza. Like he was like, I'm gonna take this child to the ground and beat his ass. And you know, it is what it is. But uh so look, man, we've been going three hours. Okay, let's just <laughs> let's wrap this son of a bitch up. Um, so Mark, <laughs> thank you first off for doing this. Like, so we only record once every year. For the anniversary episode. You got to do more episodes with me, dude. Like we talk a lot of fucking jujitsu in the DMs. Well, actually, we talk a lot of comic books in the DMs. We talk about everything. But oh, see, Duplessis, Dracus Duplessis, or Duplessis. I don't fucking know. Duplessis. Yeah, he's from the Africa. Um, but but yeah, thank you for uh, doing this. You got any shout outs or any mentions that you want to drop before we get out of here? John's Fit Meals. If you're in the DMV area, please look them up. I mean, obviously, they'll, they'll help meal prep for you for the whole week, especially if you're a fighter or athlete. John Fit Meals is the way to go, honestly. So, shout-outs to them. Um, yeah. 
I actually was just scrolling through um, Instagram and came across his uh, newest post. I was like, yeah, I need to reach out to this dude. <laughs> like, yeah, Shane's a good guy. He'll, he'll definitely hook you up if you're a fighter. I mean, he's got the he's got it down, and he, I mean, he's a he's a BJJ competitor, so mm-hmm. he he knows what he's doing. So, so yeah, I'll uh, make sure to put his links in the notes, and then um, obviously share you in the notes as well. And as always, to everyone listening, thank you. I do appreciate you all. If y'all have any questions, concerns, criticisms, before I get there, thank you. This is fucking three years, dude. So thank you, everyone who's fucking been there. All the guests, all the people who even had criticisms. That's cool. I need that shit because that's how you get better. Um, anyone who's made any suggestions, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I fucking love you guys. Like I started this fucking thing. I didn't think I was going to pass episode four. That's that's a fact. Because I had two people bail on me consistently, and I was scrape, like scraping the bottom of the barrel, like, oh my god, I I don't know what to do. I don't like fuck. I don't want to reach out to these people because like they may not yeah. want to do a podcast with me. And then you know, so especially those cats in the beginning who 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 fucking stepped up. Like you did episode one with me, so thank you for doing that. You know, Angie and Mark did episode two with me. You know, Joe from Nerd Rage Radio did episode three. Um, you know, um, you know, fucking BJJ Mama stepped in and, and filled in at number number five for me. Uh, I'm gonna mention number four just because they they kept belling on me. So <laughs> they were supposed to be number two and they fell to number four. Um, you know, Marilyn Phil stepping in. You know, Matt Bean. You know, all you cats stepping in, and you know, a lot of a lot of you folks have been repeat guests. So thank you for that. Um. Again, any questions, concerns, criticisms, you can find me, bgj.wiki on Instagram or Off The Mass Podcast on Instagram. You can email as well, but I'm not going to check the emails, but you can send emails there anyway. It's fine. Like, because I get scared of the emails. I've seen emails and I'm like, they're kind of scammy. Like, I, I be getting a little nervous. I'm like, mm. Like, I just got like, like I was about to say, I got this, uh, this survey that came through to talk about they wanted me to test subjects on foods. They're asking a lot they're asking Scams. a lot of weird personal questions about yeah, my yeah. home. And I was like, I'm not answering these questions. So <laughs> it's like, you know, is there anyone in your home that's over the age of 75? How many kids do you have? Under what age? You know, um, you know, what time it's like, yeah, what's your security code for the fucking lockbox? You know, dumb shit. They ain't asked that. But um don't send emails. I mean you can, but I'm not gonna see them. But go leave some reviews too on fucking uh, Apple podcasts and, and everything and i gotta start reading those on air because i do appreciate those those reviews so thank you the few that i do have um i want to give a big shout out to my fellas over there at nerve age radio uh bobby chris joe Marilyn, phil ricky ticky uh you know all the cats over there thank you and like i said if it wasn't for them i wouldn't be doing podcasting actually i would i'd just be doing their podcast i wouldn't be doing my own podcast so thank you to those fellas I want to also give a big shout out um, to our gym, Crazy 88. If you're in the Maryland area, stop through. Come train with us. We're friendly people. Um, we got three locations, too. Owens Mills, Elkridge, and Severna Park. All locations are just very welcoming and just, like I said, full of good people. As you can tell, I'm one of them and Mark. So if you like what you heard here, come visit us at the gym. We're not completely weirdos. We're just a little odd on the microphone. 
but uh big shout out to crazy 88 and and just everything that that they've done for us with our mm-hmm. training and just yeah. as a team so thank you coach keith master julius um you know i can't can't say enough good things about those guys and um last shout outs to my um other podcast so you like horror if you like scary movies go check that shit out we've been talking about horror movies in the decades uh from the 20s up to current so go check it out we're somewhere in the 80s or 90s maybe even the 2000s by this point but go check it out and also we do some movie reviews it'd be fun and um yeah that's it i think we're gonna get out of here it's been a fun ride I might even split this up into two episodes. <laughs> I don't know. Or y'all might just get all three of these hours. You don't take these hours. But otherwise, you guys keep listening. And we're going to keep making these shows. Thank you, everyone. And bye. They probably said... Now let me see his song.